Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra and I am finally home recording in my beautiful home space once again. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I was in Alaska for the last two weeks. I led a powerful goddess retreat in Alaska. It's my favorite place to lead retreats because it's such a wild, gorgeous space and what better place to lead a wild woman retreat, right? So we had so much fun connecting in sisterhood and then I also led a day-long retreat since the Alaska one sold out almost six months ago. So it was amazing to be of service and to connect with so many amazing women. And of course, I got to have a little bit of time for myself as well and have a little mini vacation to be with family, spend lots of time with the ocean and be on the beach and to be introspective especially with this new moon in cancer we had a few days ago was really really powerful and um, especially with the eclipse mixed into it I think a lot of us were pulled into this you could say shadow side as we were really looking at our lives and and asking ourselves if it's really in alignment with what we seek to create in this world so that was so powerful. We also launched the Goddess Ceremony membership and that was a really huge deal, something I've wanted to do for about six months and we finally created it and it's been amazing to see women connect from all over the world within this sacred space, gather to celebrate the new and full moon and really cultivate this special sisterhood. So it's been a really amazing couple weeks, a lot of time for rest and introspection and a lot of massive, um, massive creations and massive birthings as we step into this new cycle. So it's been absolutely amazing. And I think all of this flows in really beautifully with our the subject today for the podcast, and that is living with your cycle. I thought about this a lot in Alaska, especially with this last new moon. It was a really, really intense one. And so I think most of us felt something with it. Likely, you probably felt a little lower with energy, maybe you felt extra emotional or extra tender, maybe things were really resonating deeply for you, maybe things um, were even allowing you to look within a little deeper than normal. And so I continue to think about this, how when we live with our cycle, it really changes the way that we live in general. And yet, most of us are taught from such a young age to operate and live against our cycles, against our bodies, because we are forced into this entirely linear way of thinking. We're taught that we need to be completely consistent, that we need to do things the same way every single time, that we need to show up the same way and the same time. And it's simply, simply not the way that we were created. And so when we learn how to honor our cycle and to even understand what our cycle looks like, we can then cultivate this connection and we can begin to live in alignment with it. That is such a major thing that every woman needs to hear and needs to understand. 
So I'm going to go through what it looks like to live with your cycle so that you can stop fighting against your own natural body rhythms and truly live in alignment with who you are at your core level. Now, when I'm talking about a cycle, do you know that that's not just your menstrual cycle? Throughout the month, we're moving through many different cycles, but the two large ones that we may think of are our menstrual times and our ovulatory times. And these are extremely sacred. These are very, very powerful. I've done multiple podcasts on menstruation and why reclaiming that is so essential. But I'm going to talk a little bit more about the cycle as a whole today and what it looks like throughout the month. Because if you understand this, my sister, then you understand yourself so much deeper than you could ever even possibly imagine. So one really, really powerful way to start to live in alignment with your cycle is to honor your energy levels each day. And these are going to change and fluctuate daily, I can assure you. We need to remember that the feminine is ever flowing. It is ebbing and flowing, shifting, waxing and waning. There is no such thing as constant with the divine feminine. So I want you to think of the sun That would be maybe more of a masculine energy, and it is very constant. You can rely on the sun every single day to be there at the same time, in the same way, pretty much the same. The feminine is, of course, like the moon, and the moon changes moment to moment. Every single day, it is new and shifting. There is nothing that is ever the same about the moon phases. And so we need to look at it in that way. When you understand that your energy levels are going to be shifting every single day, that creates space for compassion, and awareness. Likely you're going to wake up some days and feel a huge amount of energy, a huge amount of creativity and focus, and that's beautiful. And other days you're going to wake up and probably feel differently. You might feel that your energy levels are lower. You may feel really sensitive. You may feel emotional. You might feel like you really just want to stay in bed all day. And there's space to understand that as well. So when we understand our energy levels, we're able to assess what's possible or what's really in alignment with us for each day. Now there's some general guidelines with this, and if you've listened to the other podcast about the moon and woman, or if you've taken my Embodied Wisdom four-week moon course, then you've learned this in depth, in so much depth, about the new moon and the full moon especially. In general, with the new moon time, women tend to feel a little more introverted, energy levels are lower. This is when we feel called to pull within, and this was the traditional time of menstruation for most cultures. Now, the full moon would be the polar opposite. That's when we would generally feel the most extroverted, have the most energy, have the most creativity and focus, and really be in a space of creating something new really actively pursuing our goals and dreams and ambitions. But this can change moment to moment. And so you might be in the waxing moon phase, which would be that phase between the new moon and the full moon, and feel especially introverted. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. So see this new moon and full moon as a a general guideline, but every single day throughout the month, your energy levels will shift. So every day, be open to understanding how you're truly feeling and what's truly in alignment for you. And maybe even making some shifts in your plans or your day to honor what feels authentic for you. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you, you wake up feeling a little sensitive and a little I'm tired, so you call into work and you, you know, quit everything that you were going to do that day. I'm not necessarily saying that. But are there little things you can do to honor what you're feeling in that day. 
And this flows so beautifully into the next point, which is to honor your emotions every single day. Believe it or not, our emotions are one of our most powerful, powerful things that we have in our beings. And yet, it's so sad to me to know that most of us were taught that emotion was weak or bad or girlish or whatever. When truly our emotions are so valuable and when we're connected to them in a healthy way, they can really serve us and guide us. And so if there are days when you are feeling really emotional, that's okay. Allow yourself to feel it, see if there's something below the surface, and then process it. So often when we don't honor our emotions, we do one of two things. We either shut off completely, and so we feel numb, we feel disconnected, likely we begin to disconnect in sex, we find that we can no longer orgasm or experience real pleasure, and we feel like we can't experience the highs, the bliss of life, but we also don't experience the lows, those things that normally would really upset us. And this is such a common place to arrive to, especially if we've been in a relationship, whether that's a partnership or from our parents or family or social circles, if we feel like we were condemned or judged or berated for having emotions. I can share that this personally has happened to me in the past where I was put down for my emotions so much that I did disconnect. And being someone that is normally extremely in tune, very intuitive, very emotionally driven, I mean, just imagine like the epitome of a Pisces <laughs> and that would summarize me. And it was horrifying to realize at some point that I'd completely disconnected from that and I didn't feel really anything. That was devastating for me. So that's one extreme. The other extreme would be we feel every little thing to the millionth degree. And probably we've all felt to this point too, where everything gets under our skin, everything is taken very personally, any little thing could make us cry, right? The like dogs for adoption commercial on TV makes us sob, you know? That's also an indicator that emotions are not being honored correctly, that there's something out of balance there. So do you see what I mean in that you can either disassociate or your entire life can be ruled by your emotions, and both of those would be a symptom of an imbalance. So by honoring your emotions each day, feeling them, processing them, and then working through them is the key here. So check in with yourself each day. How are you feeling? What's rising up for you? And rather than running away from it or dissecting it, just feel it. Allow it to be, and then allow it to guide you. Another thing that's important to know when you live with your cycle is to understand that things like exercise routines can shift throughout the month, and I actually advocate that for my clients, especially ones that have a lot of hormonal imbalances. And most people, I think, these days, men and women, have some form of a hormone imbalance. It's so common. And so I think especially as women, it's valuable to know that your exercise routine can and should shift throughout the month, depending on your energy levels. So when you are especially, say, bleeding on your menstrual cycle, I don't think I'd advocate to go for a big run. And I don't think it would really be in alignment to go to the gym for an hour or two. To me personally, that doesn't make any sense. Instead, why not create this sacred container to rest, maybe do some yin yoga or something more restorative and gentle that's more in alignment with honoring your body. 
But now during the full moon time, when you are peak energy and you've got all this creativity, yes, go for that run. Go for that long hike. Go to a big group fitness class and have fun. There are times and places for these different kinds of exercise routines. So by checking in with yourself each day, you'll know what's in alignment with your body in terms of exercise and movement. That's really, really key. Now, coming to your menstrual time, obviously when people talk about your cycle, most of the time we think of a menstrual cycle and that sacred time of bleeding, this is such a powerful thing to be connected to. So incredibly crucial in reclaiming yourself and connecting to the infinite wisdom that lives within you. Absolutely crucial. So when you live with your cycle, truly, when you truly live with your cycle and not against it, you see your bleeding time as an incredibly sacred time of rest. And you create space in your life to honor this time of rest. So that might be creating some sort of sacred self-care routine. This could be creating time to be alone. And for every woman, this is going to be a little different. I've worked with many women who see this as such a sacred time that they actually will stay home for a couple days. They'll do a social media detox during this time. They will also ask for space from their partner so they won't actually sleep in the same bed as their partner. And this goes back into um, some traditional tantric wisdom that would teach that when a woman bleeds, that is her sacred time to move within. And so sleeping even in the same bed as your partner could be muddling your energies or could be disrupting your own natural rhythm. That's one, one opinion of it. And I think there could be some validity to it. Um, So there are some women that take this to that complete degree where this is such a sacred time to them that they carve out anything and everything. And for other women, it's not really necessarily possible to do that, or maybe it's simply not in alignment. And so instead, maybe they have some sort of small self-care practice where they journal, or maybe this is the one time every month where they take some, uh, some space for themselves. They have their kids go to a friend's house, or they ask their partner to support them in in taking some time for themselves to go get a massage or, or something that's nourishing. When you see your bleeding time as the most sacred time of your month, you are truly living with your cycle. So if you don't feel like your bleeding time is a sacred or significant time, that's okay. But there's probably more work to be done in terms of honoring your body. So this is your opportunity to take that first step. Now, on the opposite end of your menstrual time, you have your ovulatory time, when we are fertile, when we have this creativity, and when our libido tends to be the highest. And so, just as we honor menstruation, it's powerful to honor this ovulatory time, where we have these massive spurs of creativity, where we may feel really drawn to do something flowy and expressive, And this is also such a powerful time to tune into love, self-love, and maybe even sharing love with someone we call very dear. So when you're ovulating, allow this infinite expressive energy to flow from you in whatever way that feels authentic for you, whether that's through connections with your partner, whether that's through some sort of artistic um, passion, whether that's through yoga or dance or being super extroverted, Let your ovulatory time be a sacred time of expression. So all of this to say is that remember, you are cyclical and you are not made to make sense. You do not have to do the same thing every single time. And in fact, there's so much value 
in allowing yourself to be unlimited in how you show up. There's this beautiful quote here that I'm going to read to all of you that I think is so powerful in summing all of this up. And it says, Woman, you belong to the nights. You have blood on your thighs and furs in your hair. You smell of loamy, fertile soil. Your breasts give life. Your sex is a mystery school leading to the Holy of Holies. Turn your eyes inward. Use owl's vision to see where you come from. Slip beneath the surface and feel yourself become full. Make a marriage to the moon. Divorce the false gods of intellect and reason. Find meaning in your dreams and in the secrets of your body. Follow no authority but your own true nature. Make a sacred fire and throw on it all that you would use to harm yourself. Make kindling from shame. Let your dance be wild, your voice be honest, and your heart untamed. Be cyclical. Don't make sense. Initiate yourself. Initiate yourself. I mean, how beautiful is that? That's by the author Aisha Wolf. So to live with your cycle, to sum up this entire podcast, is to honor the ebb and flow that we experience every day and truly moment to moments. So if you've never um, tracked your cycle before, this is what I'm going to close this podcast with, and that is to get an app on your phone and start tracking it, even if you are on birth control and so you know with full certainty every month when you're going to bleed, when you're going to ovulate. This is going to be so valuable. So there's lots of different apps. The one I use is called Life, but there's others called like Flow. There's one called Period Tracker. There's so many. And it doesn't really matter so much which one you get. Just find one that you like, that has a nice interface. And then start to track your cycle. Track when you bleed. Track when you notice that you might be ovulating. And if all this is totally new to you, I'll be doing a podcast very soon about how to track your cycle, especially for those of you that are wanting to get off birth control and still naturally prevent pregnancy, or if you've been trying to get pregnant and have been wanting a little more support, this information is equally, if not more, valuable. So that will be coming soon. Um, With these apps, you can also track when you're intimate, you can track what your symptoms were like, you can track all sorts of things. It is life-changing to understand your cycle. And the more awareness we bring to our cycles and the more we're really open to looking within to understand ourselves, the more wisdom, the more empowerment we'll feel through our bodies. So live with your cycle. Don't fight against your own natural rhythms. Make peace with your body. Be open to learning the wisdom that your body holds within itself. Thank you, my dear sisters, for tuning into this. If you loved this episode, find me on Instagram at wildgoddess or at goddess ceremony. Let's chat. Tell me about it. Of course, if you haven't joined the Goddess Ceremony membership yet, I'm telling you, you don't want to wait. 
This is such a life-changing path for women, whether you've come to a retreat and are just craving that sisterhood and that amazing connection with other women, or if this is all totally new to you, but you're really craving a space where you can be loved and supported the way you are, then the Goddess Ceremony membership is the space for you. It includes two online moon gatherings every month, so you'll learn what's going on astrologically, how the moon is affecting you, and sit within a sacred circle to connect the way women have for thousands of years. But then there's so much more than that. You also get exclusive recipes to balance your hormones, an exclusive sisterhood group, an exclusive podcast. I mean, that's pretty cool. All sorts of things. So if you're interested in learning more about this sacred work and how you can connect to your own body at a deeper level, in the show notes, you can click the link or just go to goddessceremony.com slash memberships. And it's also an amazing way for us to work together closer because it means so much to me when I get to know all of you better and learn how I can serve you the best. So until then, so much love to each and every one of you. I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.